Hello and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms Podcast. My name is Tina and I am joined by my wonderful and fabulous co-host, Miss Colleen. And we have another fabulous guest, our special guest, Miss Dana Shaw from Mystical Dream Travel is joining us again this month. And they are both going to be interviewed today to chat about their recent cruise on board the Scarlet Lady. But before we get to that, let us take a moment to thank the sponsors of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is a travel agency that specializes in all things vacation, including Disney destinations, cruise lines, all-inclusives, and more. Ready to plan your vacation? Be sure to reach out to the wonderful travel agents of Mystical Dream Travel. You can find them at mysticaldreamtravel.com or check them out on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms Podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms Podcast. Good morning, ladies. How are you today? Good morning. morning. I'm doing great. <laughs> Back from fresh off, pretty much fresh right. off the cruise, like last week, or week, right? Last week you got I, back. Right? Late I know. Week. I was just thinking this morning when I got up, I was like, oh, wow, last week I was on a cruise ship today. <laughs> and today yeah. you're at home doing well, home. I'm at home, but that's okay. It was, I feel refreshed and re-energized, so... <laughs> that's good well, that's good well our listeners are probably very familiar with dana she's been on our podcast quite a few times she's becoming quite the pro guest you're a regular <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about the scarlet lady so the scarlet lady is an adult only cruise and it's really unique to the industry because most Cruise lines are not adult only. So I want to hear all the things. The Scarlet Lady is, an adult, like I said, it's an adult only cruise with food tips, free Wi-Fi, and fitness classes included in the fair. It is a yacht-inspired boutique ship design with original live shows. And cruises have kind of a rock star type service. And it is for... Adults only, like I said, but 18 and older can get on this yacht-inspired ship. Yes. Yes. It was definitely different than any other cruise I've ever been on. Absolutely. All right. Well, our inquiring minds want to know. So I'm going to start out with the first question for both of you. Did you notice a big difference between this cruise line and other cruise lines? And what are they? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the number one thing is the no kids. So, <laughs> well, of course, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I have a different vibe because I love traveling with them. But I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a very different vibe than other cruise lines, and I do think the no kids had something to do with that. You know, everybody was very chill and very relaxed very like, relaxed. Today? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause you don't have to worry about the children 
everywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. And well, and the vibe is, you know, like on other cruise lines, especially ones that are geared towards families, you might have like water slides and like all these crazy activities on board that add like a lot of noise and that, you know, just motion, I guess. And on this, there isn't really any of that. I mean, there's pools and hot tubs and stuff, but it's definitely like people just lounging and like relaxing. Yes. So did you find it like a, a quieter cruise line, like quieter on deck? Not as much as, li- not li- not as lively maybe? I don't feel like there was, I don't feel like there was as much commotion. I, well, I guess I don't want to say commotion, but it felt our sailing was at 65% capacity, but okay. it felt empty. Like, because mm-hmm. there were so many different things to do and there weren't any extremely large areas to gather, you know, like main dining room and things like that. So I feel like there were so many different places for people to be that you never felt like it was crowded. I agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If anywhere you went on the ship, it wasn't crowded. You could always find a seat somewhere yes. to hang out. It wasn't like there was ever really long line at the bar or anything. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that that was like the vibe. And that was like, and I would say it wasn't as lively during the day, but at nighttime, at nighttime, it definitely heated up. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, before we get into the nighttime and entertainment, let's talk about the amenities. So this is a little bit different. So it has a little more included than most cruise lines. So why don't you share with our audience some of the amenities that you get on this cruise? Well, the dining was definitely different. So on other cruise lines, you would have maybe your main dining room is where you have dinner and that's included. But mm-hmm. the, a lot of the other ships uh, and other cruise lines will have specialty restaurants that you can book a reservation for like Italian or a steakhouse or whatever, but you pay mm-hmm. extra for it. And Virgin kind of like turned it around. And instead of having a main dining room, it's basically just all specialty restaurants and they're all included. And that was, that was definitely a different and a very good, positive different in my opinion. (laughs) Right. And the gratuities are all included in Christopher. So, um, I did a treatment at the spa and, you know, you look at the pricing normally at the spa, you do your treatment and then you add gratuities onto it. Well, here the gratuities are already included even in things like the spa treatments. So the price that you see is the price that you pay always, you know, give extra or whatever, but like there was no place for us to add a tip, like, you know, don't add a tip. Yeah, no, that was, and that threw me for a loop when I had my, like, we went and got (laughs) pedicures and I, and I was like, oh, where's the bill? Like, where do I sign? Like, where's the, you know, it was weird. (laughs) So it took some good news to, but yeah. Whenever I I walked out and I was like, okay, do I need to do anything, sign anything? And they're like, nope, you're good to go. (laughs) All right, see you later. I, I, so well, it's it very- different, but I liked it. What I like mm-hmm. is that there's no like surprise, like big bill at the end, you know, like on other cruise cruises I've done sometimes when you get that bill at the end, <laughs> you're a little shocked, 
you know, like you're like, oh, wow. Yes. Like I didn't realize like I spent that much where this one, like when I got my bill at the end, I was like, oh, that's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so it's kind of that gratuities is similar to some of the all inclusives in a sense where it's already included and prepaid. It's included as part of the pricing yeah. of your package. Well, and Other I, than, uh, like, that is actually how price. I've been describing this cruise line to a lot of people is I'm like, it's like an all-inclusive resort, but on a cruise ship. Like that's how, and it really feels like that. It reminds me very much of going to like a Secrets or a Sandals. It's just, you're on a cruise ship instead of at a resort. Oh, that's amazing. That's that's really amazing. So let's talk about a little bit about the things to do on the ship. So usually most people are familiar with cruise ships. There's always like some family activities. The majority of them all have family activities. And there's an adult only section, you know, on board, you know, the other cruise lines. However, this whole ship is all adult only. Yes. <laughs> so so describe or share some of the activities that you did that maybe you wouldn't necessarily find on the other cruise lines or how it was different maybe <clears throat> experience i liked my husband and i spent a lot of time in the social club area it was fun they had like tabletop shuffleboard there was air hockey which we didn't play because he always beats me on that bad there was an arcade which i loved i went to the arcade almost every day because it was free like it, so it was all included you didn't have to pay for the arcade at all and you got to play games like super mario brothers and donkey kong and that was cool you know, <laughs> the games from whenever we were younger and it was just so much fun <laughs> Yeah, that was really neat. I thought that was really cool that they were included, that you didn't have to pay for the arcade. Mm -hmm. And they were all like retro games from like yes. the 90s and 80s. Yeah, it, it was that was definitely really neat. One question on the arcade. Did they have Miss Pac-Man? Because I'm pretty good at Miss Pac-Man. Somebody said that they played Pac-Man, but I'm thinking it might have been the one that was like the the sitting down one, like the, like, you know, how uh, and I went over to that once and didn't see, but I, so I didn't see Miss Pac-Man, but definitely Donkey Kong, Super Mario Brothers, Mortal Kombat. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I haven't played Mortal Kombat since the nineties, like early nineties. Yeah. yeah. I didn't try cause I knew I'd be really bad, but it was a lot of yeah. <laughs> Matt and I were bad at all of them. We were we were like, oh wow, we're really rusty on our video games. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. I mean, I would say so. A couple of things that I noticed. Um, one is there's a lot of fitness stuff on the ship. Like I felt like more than on like other cruise lines where like the gym was huge and they did all kinds of cool fitness classes they had yoga like sunrise yoga every day like up on the like very top of the ship that was really mm -hmm. not, not that I made it to sunrise yoga but <laughs> it sounded fun. <laughs> and even outside like on some of the upper decks there was just tons of like like workout equipment like punching bags and a basketball court and like yeah like it just felt like everywhere you went there was like like fitness stuff and and there was also like health healthy things 
That was another thing I noticed versus like some of the other cruise lines, like they had a juice bar where you could go and get like smoothies and fresh pressed juices. And they had like some healthier food options. They had like a poke bowl place. And so I just noticed that like there's, there was definitely like an emphasis on healthy living. So I was like, this would be really great for someone who is fitness conscious or health conscious and they want to stay like fit, like on their cruise, because there was like a ton of stuff that you could do there. So one thing that's very different, I think, than other cruise lines is typically the running track. You have like chairs, loungers sitting around it because it's just normally like maybe a deck or so above the pool. This was nice because it was a dedicated running track. Not that I would ever use it, but (laughs) it was nice because people don't get in your way because you're up there and that's it's dedicated. You're, you know, I did go up once so that I could get my picture in front of the, the Virgin logo, but that was about it. So <laughs> that would be my husband's dream with the running track. Yes. I definitely yeah. thought about him whenever I was up there. I'm like, Oh, he would really like this. He would. And all the fitness stuff too. He'd be into it. There's yeah. a lot. Like I really thought that that was just something I really stood out to me was that there's a lot of stuff for like fitness and, health and some healthy food options. But I would also say like, it's it like I said before about it being like an all inclusive resort, you know, on other cruise ships, you have like the one adult only area with like a pool and a hot tub and like maybe mm-hmm. lounge chairs. This was just there was multiples of those, you know, like, so there was multiple spots on the ship that obviously it was all adult only, but <laughs> there was a bigger pool, there was a smaller pool. There was an area where it was like just this big lounge chair like or, you know, bench like all the way around to the back of the ship. And then there was another area that was my favorite called the dock house. And that was on the back of the ship. And it was the like just so chill and relaxed. And they had like a big tree outside in the middle of it. And you could get little appetizers. And there was just lounge beds everywhere. It was very chill. So it was really like a very high-end resort feeling just on a cruise ship. (laughs) Right. I think the amount of like lounging areas was, was huge. I mean, you could literally walk in, you know, on, on deck seven near the roundabout and take a couple steps. And there's like this like big lounging, almost like bed type area to just like chill and relax and then like the beanbag chairs and the you know I mean it was just it was very comfortable very a lot of places to just chill out (laughs) yep nice very nice well let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about your stateroom so why don't you share with everybody what type of stateroom you had the category and what you liked about it. and i noticed and i could be wrong so i saw a video of colleen that colleen did a video tour over on her business page and the beds to me look low to the ground so i had i was been meaning to ask that are they pretty low they kind of reminded me of, you know, when we were young and in our 20s and thought it was cool to put our mattress on the floor with no bed. <laughs> you know, so that's what it kind of reminded me of from the video. So I am really curious to hear about the the bedding in there. I don't know why I'm intrigued by it. <laughs> I just am. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was really low. Okay. There was space under it. I did not try oh, okay. to put my suitcase under my bed. I don't know if you did. I didn't, but I know that there is space under the bed 
you know, to, to put the suitcases, we kind of just kept ours in the closet area. Yeah, there was a huge closet when you first walked in. So we just mm -hmm. put ours in there. But I feel like at least our carry-on luggage, we probably could have put mm -hmm. under that bed. Yeah, but okay. there is, there's space under the bed. So it's not like super high. I thought it was kind of average, I guess, height. Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh, okay. It must have been the angle. It, it probably it, was. It, it looked low, like it looked low to the ground. And I'm like, oh, that's different. <laughs> well, and then, and I... I really wanted to do this and I just never like remembered to do it, but you can request that they like during the day, they could reconfigure the bed into a couch. Oh so, yeah. So if you want, you had to actually request that they do it. And I just kept forgetting every day. And then I was like, Oh, it's fine. Yeah. But they, so, yeah, yeah. They would make like an L shaped couch. Right. It was like an L shape. So it's kind of like, like almost like a chaise like sticking out and then then the the l shape to kind of sit like kind of like a sofa you know mm -hmm. and we were at dinner one night with two friends that were traveling together so that's actually the way that their beds were configured like an l so one was like against the back wall and then the other one was like sticking out like the l oh, and that's that's how i was wondering their beds. how they would so do it kind of like yeah like they were like head to head then kind of you know but not like beside each other and mm -hmm. They said that they absolutely loved it because it left so much open space in the stateroom, you know, so and, and we did we only did it one day because but we did request it so that I can kind of see the layout and it does give you a ton of like empty space in the room to kind of, you know, mm -hmm. hang out. Yeah, it would be good, especially if you were traveling with other people, like friends, and maybe mm -hmm. you just wanted to hang out in one of your state rooms. It, you know, you could have them put it to be like a couch, and then it would be more, you know, like a social space. Yeah, then you're not sitting on the bed. Like, I mean, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had just like, I had a, what they call a C terrace room, which is the balcony room. And I just had like a regular, you know, standard C terrace room. But it was very nice. My only complaint is the bathroom is a yes. little small. It is. It's a little it small. It's not storage. Um, I mean, bathrooms aren't known for being giant on a cruise ship anyway. But yeah. this one I felt like was a little smaller than average. But you don't really spend that much time in the bathroom. So it's fine. The room itself I thought was, you know, definitely roomy enough for two people and there was a lot of storage space like the, there was a big closet and there was shelves and then there were shelves we didn't even use so I felt like that was a plus that there was a ton of storage area and the bed was very comfortable I loved the my favorite part was the hammock on the balcony absolutely 100 <laughs> everyone's favorite part was the hammock on the balcony <laughs> Yes. That I was genius. Hours there. Yes. Like I wanted to sleep on the hammock on my balcony. Like I was, we, we definitely hung out there. I, the only thing was, well, there probably wasn't really enough room for two, but I definitely was like, oh, it's too bad there isn't two. Cause then we had, we kept having to share. Oh, no. uh, really? Share. You, you didn't share. <laughs> you didn't let Ryan partake in the hammock at all? He did. Yeah. Like a couple times, but. It was primarily my spot. Like I went out there, I took a book. Um, I never get to read with mm -hmm. my schedule and I enjoy reading on vacations because it's like the only time I get a chance to. So 
there were many times where I was out in that hammock with my book. There was one night I was even out there in the dark on the hammock with a blanket on not that you really needed a blanket, but it was, you know, nighttime and I had a blanket on and I took my cell phone and turned the, the light on my cell phone, the flashlight on my cell phone, propped it on my shoulder and read my book. Like I loved it. I could have lived in that hammock. <laughs> it looked, it that would be amazing just to even just lay there and nap or sleep at night just oh, to hear the ocean. I napped, be beautiful one day. Yeah. <laughs> At night, it was beautiful. And there was one night on our cruise where there was like a meteor shower. My husband oh, wow. like, follows all of that astronomy stuff. So he was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's the Gemini meteor shower. We have to go out and look. And so we did. We, we sat on the balcony and it was just the ocean. That was like all you could hear was the ocean. Mm-hmm. And you just watched the stars and we saw several shooting stars. And it was it was really, really nice. It would be. It sounds nice and romantic, too. It was very romantic. Now, one of the things, the features that I loved, it's very technology-based, the room. So you get a tablet, and, like, it controls the lights and everything. I would be in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) It's not bad. It's it's fairly simple to use, Mm -hmm. but... um, we there was movies so there weren't really any like channels to watch so much on the tv so much as movies and shows and it was all like mm-hmm. streaming and that was all included so we watched several movies because we never get to watch movies i feel like so same <laughs> um, and i discovered like the second or third day of the cruise i'm like sitting on the bed and we're like looking at a movie and i see this button on it that was like cinema mode i think is what it said and i was like oh what's that and so i pushed it to see like what cinema mode and it like dimmed all of the lights and closed the curtains on Mm -hmm. the balcony door and like it had like this mood lighting like just backlit like so it was like you were in a cinema wow (laughs) that's amazing for my bedroom at home now yes so like the the curtains were controlled by there was either a button on the wall or you can control it from the tablet so you could open and close your curtains that way the lighting so i definitely looked through all the lighting so there was one called photo shoot which put like a a real bright light there was one called get it on which (laughs) will explain the story there was one called something like pump it up or something. It was like real bright. There was, there were about five or six different lighting. I'm trying to think, I, you know, and, and it does, it changes the lights in the room, you know, and it's, it's really cool to play with. You also control your temperature, like the room temperature from mm. your tablet, which was nice. It was very easy. Like you're not sitting there messing with something on the wall, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, There were times and I never could figure out. It was like after they came and cleaned our room, I feel like when we would come back to our stateroom, I don't know if I want to know if this happened to you, Dana. And when we would open the door, the curtains had been closed on the balcony. And when you open the door to walk in, the like light blocking curtains like opened for you, like automatically. Wow. I noticed that too. But it didn't do it all the time. It was like, just, I was like, it must be something they set up when they cleaned our room. I don't know. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I can't think of exactly, but I did notice that like, like you would, so you wear a 
band on your wrist. So mm -hmm. you're not carrying, you're not wearing a lanyard with a card or anything like most cruise lines you wear. And it's not big. It's not clunky. I thought that it would bother me, but it really didn't. It, it's fairly small. Like if you're looking, thinking about like Disney, it's smaller than a magic band, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you wore that and that's how you scanned into your stateroom. And I feel like, yeah, like you scanned in, you opened the door and it was like, whoa. The, the yeah, it was like, that. it was like the curtain open and the lights would come on. It was like yeah. all automatic. It was very yeah, it was fun. That's yeah, it was, fun. it was fun. Like I, I wish I had spent more time playing around with the tablet now because I didn't really investigate all of those little hidden things, but oh, there were really a lot of lights. <laughs> Because somebody told us in the elevator, we were talking to somebody in the elevator and they're mm. like, did you try out all the different mood lighting? And I'm like, well, no, I saw it. Like I, I switched through to look at them. They're like, oh, you have to try it. It's so cool. <laughs> so I did. Take it. Uh, well, let's switch gears and now we'll talk about Colleen's favorite and that <laughs> is the food and the drinks. So let's talk about, so we briefly touched on that pretty much it's like everything's a specialty dining if you're comparing cruise lines and how they offer it. So share maybe a little bit about the favorite thing you ate, maybe the favorite dining experience you had, and overall, what did you think of the quality of the food compared to other cruise lines? Wow. I so my favorite dining experience was Gun Bay, which was the Korean barbecue. Mm. And I'd never been to a Korean barbecue restaurant before, but for those who don't know what it is, you basically, you, you get seated at like a, a round table. And in the center of the table is like a, a little griddle, like a grill, like sunken into the table. Now, a traditional Korean barbecue place, you are supposed to cook your food yourself. So you would like order whatever meat and vegetables you want, and then they would give you chopsticks and you would cook it. But right now, I think because of COVID and stuff, they're they're having like the wait staff do it for you. Mm -hmm. um, but you got seated with other people, which I thought was kind of fun. And that happened at a lot of like a couple other restaurants that we went to which kind of made me feel like a traditional cruise, you know, where you might get mm -hmm. at a table with other, and then you get to meet people, yeah. um, but you get to play like a drinking game before <laughs> your dinner at Gun Bay, which was super fun. And it was just like a really fun atmosphere. And in the menu, there was actually instructions for how to play like other drinking games if you wanted to. <laughs> we didn't play any other ones, but the one that they have you play in the beginning was fun. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just very interactive and very different. And it was probably like the most like fun and entertaining like dining experience we had. But it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite food. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't my favorite food. The Italian restaurant, Extra Virgin, was my favorite. And we ate there the very first night and it was like, set the bar really high right away. Yeah. Um, it was some of the best Italian food I've had. And they told us that they make all of the sauces and the pasta and everything fresh, like on board. Right. Oh, wow. All handmade. Yeah. And you could tell, like, it was amazing quality of food. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Definitely highlight of the cruise for me. Sounds like. How about you, Dana? Well, I, I did not like gun by. Like, I didn't care for the food. That's not... There's a lot of spicy kimchi and I like, 
me being the pickiest eater that you'll probably ever meet, <laughs> yes. I loved the food and there were things for me to eat at every restaurant, but me being a picky eater, I could always fall back on the kid's menu. Like if there's yeah. stuff that I don't like, I could always fall back on the kid's menu. Well, we're on an adult only cruise, so there's no kid's menu, but they were very accommodating. Like the one meal I asked for, I'm like, could I have this, but without the spicy stuff on it? You know, I think that that's what I did mm-hmm. at um, the Mexican restaurant, Pink Agave, you know, and it was delicious. But like, I did have to request some things because I am so picky. My favorite was the wake. And we actually went there the first night and mm-hmm. then we did a breakfast there. I had the filet, which was very good. And my husband had the lamb chops and he said they were outstanding. He had the clam chowder for an appetizer and it was, it was unbelievable. It was the best clam chowder ever. There were actually people, they had it on the breakfast menu. There I were people who ordered it for breakfast. For breakfast. <laughs> I almost did because it was, I agree. It was amazing. It was so good. And now there you could also, cause it's like the steak and seafood restaurant. So we just ordered off of the included menu, but there are almost at every restaurant, there are meals that you could upgrade like for a surcharge, you know, Mm -hmm. so at the wake, you could have gotten a, like a big seafood type meal with lobster and snow crab legs. And, you know, we didn't do that, but that is like a nice option. And it wasn't, you know, super expensive. No, not really. Not for all of the things you got. It sounded like it was a good deal if you wanted to. Right. Now my least favorite meal, just because of the food was test kitchen, but it was my favorite dining experience. So it is, it's very unique. And I will say that it's not something that I would have ever gone to. And like, if it weren't included, you know, Mm -hmm. in the cruise fair, it was, it was amazing. You had six courses. Each course was focused on one specific ingredient and they were all different and it was very unique and it was a very neat dining experience. So it was my favorite dining experience, probably my least favorite meal as a whole, just because like, I'm so picky and I had to eat blue cheese and I was like, oh, oh. it wasn't terrible. <laughs> though, blue cheese. Like, it wasn't even that bad because it was like a blue cheese ice cream. And it was very subtle. Like the blue cheese flavor was very, very subtle. It wasn't terrible, but like I have texture issues. So there was like pate type stuff. And I was like, mushroom pate was my favorite part. I'm going to agree with you though. That was my least favorite food, Mm -hmm. but it was a neat experience. I mean, there were a couple of things that I had that were like pretty standout, but overall were amazing. Like I could have been like, just bring me like 15 bowls of scallops, please. Like they were delicious. It was definitely more for the experience. Yes. You didn't really get to pick what you were get. You got to pick like your main entree pretty much. And that was it. Everything was just whatever the chefs happened to be making. It was very neat. I liked it. (laughs) So let me ask you this. So traditionally on a cruise, you have like a breakfast and lunch buffet or little cafes, I'm assuming they have those there to go grab your breakfast. Did you have any of that or like little quick places on the top deck where you can get a pizza, 
you know, mm. things like that. Pizza yeah. place was amazing. The pizza place was outstanding. <laughs> really, I wish like it was almost like I I needed more meals because there was it was hard to fit it all in. But yeah, mm. there was both of those. There was a well, it, they're not operating it as a buffet right yeah. now. You actually did sit and like you could scan a QR code or they would bring you a menu, mm. and then they would wait on you, which was kind of nice. Oh, um, but they had different stations mm -hmm. with different things and they were open for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I think it was open at dinner. I never went up there at dinner, but yeah, was... I will say the very first day I had a burger and mm -hmm. I like a lot of times on like at a, at an all-inclusive resort or a cruise ship, like the burgers are like nothing to yeah. write about, yeah. you know, it's like, you can tell it was like a frozen, like preformed patty with like no flavor. This was an excellent burger. Like I went back and had like a burger almost every day, like because it was that good of a burger, yeah. which is like that just blew my mind right away. It was so it was called the galley, but it was I think that what they kind of had was kind of like a food truck ish, you know, so like mm -hmm. there okay. was a, a bento station, there was a noodle station, there was a taco bar, there was a diner, there was a burger bar, there was a sweet spot, there was a, the daily mix had like salads, Yeah, you know, and it was, it was really nice. So it was the closest thing to a buffet. And honestly, I think that I don't believe that they're going to have it like a buffet. I think it's always going it's to always be, gonna be like, I wondered if it was I, ever going to be like you walked up to the counters and ordered. Yeah. It was, I will point out the diner one was really neat and they actually had stools and yeah. you could sit at it like it was a diner and yeah. they served an all day breakfast at the mm -hmm. diner. So I thought that was really neat that they like really made it seem like a diner. Now yeah. I didn't ever get to have anything to eat at the social club, but that was another place you could go and get mm -hmm. snacks. And you guys, I know you said you went there. We spent a lot of time in the social club. <laughs> um, yeah. So they had like soft pretzels and popcorn and we actually didn't get any like real food there, you know, but they mm -hmm. had Rubens, they had hot dogs, they had cakes, like, you know? I know I was bummed. I didn't really notice it until like later in the cruise. And I was like, no, I don't. And the last night I was like, we're going to go and I'm going to like check this out. And then it wasn't open that very last night. Oh, bummer. I, know, I was so bummed. I was like, no, oh, I had this food, but it looked really cool. It would look like an old fashioned soda bar, like soda yes. shop, right? And they oh, had, like, nice. Ice cream uh, sundaes and stuff. It looked like. Right. Yeah. That's good. It's a good thing they have all the workout stuff on there. Yeah, really, the it kind of is. Now, <laughs> I just want to like, make a mention, since we're talking about food, I really want to mention the food at Bimini Beach Club. Because... Well, we're going to go there next. Oh, are you? Okay, so yes. wait, I'll wait for the next question. Yes. So wait. I want to make sure we talk about that. Yeah, so lastly, we are going to talk about Bimini Beach, which is their private. It's a private island in the Bahamas. Well, it, it's uh, not a private island. It's a private no. beach club. It's not a private beach club. Sorry. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, that is dedicated just for Virgin Voyage. So, so let's talk about this. It's a different concept, and I want to hear all the things about it. What was it like? How was the experience? We can talk about the food, things to do, all that fun stuff. I had never heard of the island of Bimini before, and I live there now. So, yeah. 
It's my sister's favorite. I will be packing up all of my stuff and moving to the island of Bimini after the holidays. No, I wish. I cannot even believe that this island, I've never heard of this island before, but it's only 50 miles off of the coast of Miami. And you could even take like a ferry from Miami to the island of Bimini. And it's like this vacation island. But I loved the I mean Bimini itself was amazing but the beach club that Virgin has I definitely I mean now I have not been to perfect day at Coco Cay yet mm-hmm. so maybe that will change my mind but as of right now this is like my favorite like cruise line private beach club th- that I've ever been to it was amazing why why does that make it your favorite I thought the atmosphere was just super chill. I loved the design of everything. They did a really great job just with all of the seating and the vegetation and the decor and any, I mean, again, like Dana said, we were only 65% capacity sailing, but there wasn't hard to find a a seat, like a lounge chair somewhere. So there was a pool and there was the beach. The ocean was beautiful. Like it was right. a, this beautiful turquoise color. And then there was like a whole area that was just full of hammocks. Like there was this one section that was oh, nice. like 20 hammocks, like hanging out. It was just, they had like pool floats and they had like fun music. And there was areas where you could go where it was like very upbeat and like fun and party vibe. Or there were areas you could go where it was definitely a lot more relaxed and chill. But just the layout of it was just, it was just gorgeous. Like everywhere you turned, it was just gorgeous. Everything was beautiful. And there were water sports. So you could rent. Right do jet skis, the water tricycle things, kayaks. You could do all of that for an additional charge. You could rent a golf cart and go around the island, actually, if you want to. Like, it was like $60 Mm -hmm. to rent a golf cart for the day and just drive around the island. But it was, I agree with Colleen, the decor was gorgeous. The, the, the seating was amazing. The, the, the ocean was beautiful. Too cold for me to get in. I, I put my feet in, but I was like, okay, that's all the further I'm going. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it was very, very pretty, very nice. And there were two pools. So one seemed to be a little bit more of the active pool and the other mm-hmm. one was like the chill, relaxed pool. And yeah, it, it was very nice. Now I'll let Colleen go over the food. I personally mean person, there were not a lot of options. Like my husband went to, to get the food and he was literally in a panic because he's like, Oh my gosh, Jane is not going to eat anything, you know, (laughs) things that I would eat, but he enjoyed everything. And I'm sure Colleen has more. Um, It was amazing. It's just very similar to other, so what was similar about other cruise lines is that it's like a barbecue, like buffet basically. Mm-hmm. And that's what most of them do on their like little private beaches. But what was different was, I mean, first of all, the food was out of this world. Amazing. Definitely the best, any lunch I've ever had on like a private beach area, mm-hmm. but the staff were so efficient. Like I have never seen a more well-oiled machine in my life. Like it was amazing. And Matt even said something like right away, he was like, wow, they are like, they've got it down. Um, 
you walked up, basically they had the menu that told you like all of the things. And there was like three stations you could walk up. And then there was like a horde of people behind them. And you would just say, okay, I want the pork tacos and I want the corn and I want the rice and beans and I want the rum cake. And then the people behind them were just like, oh, this person's corn and this person's rice and beans and this person's, and it was so quick. There was never a line. Like you never oh, wow. have to wait really. Like it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And they were like moving it out. It was, it was amazing. But the food was fantastic. Like, oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah. I like, we went back up for like seconds of the pork tacos, the carnita mm. tacos, because they were so, so delicious. Yeah. It sounds delicious. Sounds amazing. Now I'm hungry. I need to, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> other than a can of soup today. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. And the beach itself is not too far from where the cruise ship docks, but there is like a tram that they, they, it runs continuously like all day long that like brought you over. Is it within walking distance or no? No, I don't think so. I I don't really think you would walk there. I mean, I don't know. It's not like it was super, super far, but I didn't see anybody walking on the street okay. there. But the island itself is not very big. So, like, I, I think that renting the golf cart would be a really cool idea because it would be a really fun island to just kind of drive around. Matt and I went on a sunset cruise. That was an excursion we did at Bimini. And that was – and so we got to, like, actually go, like, all around the island – and they, we went like actually out like more into the open ocean to see the sunset. And then Ooh. they brought us to a shipwreck and told us all this history about this really cool shipwreck that was like out in the ocean. And it, it was really, it was a good experience. I would recommend that excursion to anybody. That sounds like fun, nice and romantic and a little history in there. Yeah. And then they, they gave you rum punch, you know, it was just like Ooh. as much rum punch as you want. Here you go. Yeah. Well, I can't do rum, but, but that's for a, a non-podcast conversation. <laughs> um, so before we kind of wrap up things, so do you have, you know, I always like to ask favorites. I probably shouldn't because everyone's like, I like it all. But do you have a favorite thing or one tip that you would recommend about this cruise line that you really loved that blew your mind that we didn't talk about well we really didn't like the 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 shows are very different so i know we really didn't talk a lot about that if you are into which i love on cruise ships going and sitting in the theater and seeing the broadway type shows and the dancing and the you know they didn't have that necessarily. There were shows, but it was very different. So I kind of missed that. But what they what we did see, I, I enjoyed. So like they had a show called Dual Reality. And it was kind of like a, like almost like a Cirque type thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoy that kind of stuff, because it's like, oh, my gosh, these people are amazing. They could flip and climb and do hula hoops like crazy you know like mm-hmm. it, was, it was really cool but not your traditional like entertainment and then there was also very adult entertainment so there was- I was gonna say I would think it would be a little bit more edgier yes. compared so, to the other cruise lines. Colleen did you make it to never sleep alone? 
I I didn't know. We only went to see Dual Reality. That was the only show we yeah. to make it to. <laughs> yeah, same here. But there is a show called Never Sleep Alone, and it was like it was a sex therapist. It was a sex therapist yeah. thing. Oh. It was like you know, like so definitely. And you had to pick that. That would be a good tip, actually. Someone told me that when you got there, you had to pick which section you sat in and there was a section where like you would maybe be called on oh and like, interact <laughs> and then there was a section where like if you didn't want to be involved or called on that like, you would go sit in that and then they would know not to call oh on God. you so that was I a tip I got was if I went to it like just be aware what section you <laughs> yeah so I mean like it was a little disappointing because I did want to try to and with the areas not being maybe as large as like on your typical mm -hmm. cruise ship, like with the big theaters and things like mm -hmm. that, um, there was not as much space, like, to, you know, the reservations would sell out. So, I mean, not that you pay for them. So like not sell out like in that aspect, but just they would book up you, fast. You had and to reserve your seat ahead of time. So that would probably be a tip I would say. The yes. app, they're still working some kinks out with yes. the app. And I, I hope that it improves as time goes on. It does sound like they're really working hard to try to get the app better, but there's not a whole lot you can do ahead of time. Unfortunately, like you can make some dining reservations, but they don't open all the dining reservations up ahead of time. You can reserve like fitness classes. And I would say if you want to do the fitness classes, you should book those before the cruise because those booked up really fast. Like the mm -hmm. yoga, they had like a bungee, like fitness class I had really wanted to do, but it was like totally completely booked. Although we did talk with one of the salespeople and she right. said that even if it says that it's sold out on the app, you could still go to the fitness center at that time and see if they have spaces because they don't sell the whole space, right? Like there's only a certain number of spots that they sell. So, you know, reserving things was a little bit of a learning curve. Right. And I was disappointed because ahead of time, I wasn't really able to make any dining reservations and I was really freaking out about it. But then when you got on the ship, there was a person mm. there helping people with dining and I and he was able to like do it all for me. So I would say like, don't worry if you're not able to get it all ahead of time. And when you get on that first day, like go to sailor services, go to the people who are there helping and they can usually try to get you into everything like it shouldn't be a problem for you to eat anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's just um, the way the communication is right now. It's not super clear about that. Yeah, um, and they're very new. The app, you know, the the cruise line is new. Yeah, yeah, uh, new. yeah. So they're they're still you know working out some things. And I was told that even at one hundred percent capacity there is enough seating for dinner at all the restaurants that everybody can have a dinner. So like, you never have to worry, you know yeah. what I mean? That something's like, oh my gosh, I don't have my reservation booked and now I can't eat anywhere. Even right. at 100% capacity, there is enough room between all of the restaurants that you can, you know, have a, have a dinner. So, but, you know, I, I feel like I missed out on some, like, you know, I wanted to see more shows. I like the shows, mm. but I kind of missed the, the boat on that one a little bit, but it, it just, it, it's different. If we did take it more 
and we didn't really try to do all yeah, things because this was definitely a relaxing trip too. So. I I actually made a conscious effort to like not over plan things. Right. Like I I really went because it's been a while since I've gone on a vacation and really truly unplugged, and I wanted to do that, and I'm glad I did because I. I needed it. I really mentally needed it, <laughs> but I really tried to just be like, you know what, if all we do this afternoon is lounge on this lounge chair and order drinks and like not do anything, I'm okay. Like, that's fine. Like, it's okay, yeah. Colleen, if you don't experience every single thing. <laughs> well, I, guess, I would say is I mean, nice about a cruise and that's one of my favorite things about any cruise that you go on is it does really force you to unplug so even if you have you know wi-fi and stuff it still can be pretty spotty and hard to work on the cruises so it, that's one of my things i love about cruising is because you totally unplug for kind of course you know, however many days you're cruising so yeah no it was it was a very relaxing very relaxing and chill and it and it very much reminded me of the vacation matt and i took to secrets Capcom last October like I just felt very relaxed and just like it was okay to just lay around and read a book all day and that was yeah. fun. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome well with that that is all we have for now but be sure to stay tuned because we have more cruising fun coming up at the beginning of the year because Dana and Colleen are off on another cruise Dana is headed on uh, Norwegian in February and I believe Colleen is headed on Disney Cruise Line at the same time. I know, <laughs> same week. I know. Yes, yeah, so we definitely are going to have more cruise talk and be sharing all the things um, on what's happening on Disney and Norwegian coming up. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us and may all of your vacations be magical.